Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie Yu, the show about how to become a pilot and not a passenger in your health and in your life. What we're going to be talking about today is we have Gina here and her husband, Gus, and we're going to be talking about how autoimmune disease can make you feel crazy and how you can go from craziness to joy. And we're sharing Gina and Gus's journey through this. Now, I just want to start a little bit with a disclaimer. First of all, even though I am a doctor, just so you know, this is for educational purposes. I am not here to treat or diagnose any problem and uh, medical problem. And just so you know, if you're watching this, watch at your own risk or benefit. And then also, I'm Dr. Maggie Yu, and I'm a functional medicine, medicine physician and integrated physician. And I focus my practice on autoimmune disease and treating it naturally. So we're going to get started, and I'm going to let Gina introduce herself. Before we start, I'm going to tell you that this is at week eight. Gina literally, um, we ta- I talked to her and Gus about eight weeks ago, exactly almost to the day, and today is her graduation. So this is just in eight weeks that Gina and Gus have been working with us. And so I want to have Gina introduce herself on where she was when we met her eight short, fateful weeks ago. Yes, I just graduated today from the program and um, I came into the program eight weeks ago. I um, was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and elevated CRP level. And so basically I came into the program thinking very lethargic, couldn't make it through the day. I would wake up in the morning feeling like I never even slept an hour and it was very hard for me to get through the day and work. Also, you know, come 11, 12 o'clock, I would have to take a nap and couldn't really function at, uh, we couldn't go anywhere. I had to work around my sleep schedule to take naps. And so um, feeling bloated, weight gain, irritability, bad PMS, headaches. Yeah, you name it, I had it. So it was time for me to to figure out what to do. And so, um, yeah, we stumbled across Dr. Maggie. Okay, so I want to introduce Gus as well. And Gus, I'm going to have you scoot a little bit closer into Gina so we can see you. Awesome. So Gus is joining us also. And it's always, I mean, it's all, I feel like the partners are always a silent part in dealing with autoimmune disease. We don't hear much from the partners. And Gus is also a physician. So Gus is an internal medicine doctor. And I want to ask you, Gus, what was um, your experience like living with Gina for the last seven years and watching her really suffer all these symptoms and feeling more and more crazy. It's difficult from a a physician standpoint because doing what we do day in, day out, you always feel like you can fix things. And uh, being your own, obviously, spouse, you wanted to provide everything you could, but things weren't working and you're going from doctor to doctor and consultants and rheumatologists and you can name it, running the same tests over and over again to see if there's a little difference or what the problem was and not being able to help. It's frustrating. So what you're saying is it was, you know, from a physician standpoint, you know, the tools, the limited tools we have and the limited tests we have, and you could see them running this on Gina over and over again. And it really wasn't bringing any different outcomes in any way. Right. Absolutely. You know, you, you can use, pain medication, you can use depression pills, but at the end of the day, you know, all those have side effects and really didn't do anything, you know, especially in someone like Gina who really has a hard time even swallowing a pill because she's not just accustomed to it. You know, anything, even when I would give her an antibiotic, I would have to 
prescribe a liquid. So (laughs) now you got other doctors saying, take this pill, take that pill, take that pill. And, you know, most of them aren't even chewable. And they were band-aids. They were band-aids. Yeah, I mean, it's just something that, yeah, yeah. Like they never got to the root cause of why I'm doing this. It was to me, that's why I never took the medication. It was just a band-aid for me. Yeah, it's like if you have pain or you have back pain, it's easy to take a pill for the pain, but you're not addressing the cause of the pain, you know. And so for Gina to have these symptoms, you can give her a pill for every symptom, but at the end of the day, you're not addressing the cause of these all these symptoms. I think it's really awesome that as a physician that you're recognizing that. And I think that it's really a lot of us, a lot of people assume that doctors like us who have been in the conventional route, the first, my first 10 years was as a conventional medicine doctor, and you're in a you're an internal medicine doctor. A lot of people assume that we don't care that we're sitting here not addressing root cause and doling out band-aids. Well, but to be honest, this is how we were trained. Yeah, it, it, it's that. And you need to get on to the next patient. You got to keep moving. You would love to sit there for an hour and a half and talk to the same patient. But, you know, you have a waiting room full of patients that are waiting to see you. So you feel rushed. You feel like you need to address the immediate problem with whatever you can right away. But, you know, this isn't taught in medical school. I'm going to be really honest here and I'm going to challenge you on this one. To be honest, if a Gina walked into my office in a regular clinical practice where I have 15 minutes with every patient, she's my worst nightmare. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You're going to look at her and say, you know what? You're going to need to come back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to take one symptom at a time, run some more blood tests, run them over and over again. And then you're going to try to send her to consultants anywhere from a rheumatologist to an orthopedist to you have a psychiatrist. <laughs> The list of symptoms that she just gave you would take me probably 20 visits to try to even evaluate. So this is your worst. Your wife is the worst nightmare working, walking into your office or my office if we were in a conventional practice. Right. Right. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for being honest. And I started it. Okay. So, but here's the thing. Okay. So when you guys were on the call, I mean, you guys knew this was no way to live. When you were on the call to talk about how this program worked and talked about game plan, it was hard for you, um, Gus, to actually commit initially. Why? Uh, you know, we're, as, as a physician, you're, you, you got to see it to believe it. You know, the, there's no studies behind this that are presented to us. There's not going to be a, a farm rep that is selling a medication to say, hey, you know, taking this medication or that medication and in, in a functional medicine standpoint, you know, that it's just not traditional type medicine. It's not it's not what we do. It's not what we're trained to do. You know, whether you're a surgeon or a psychiatrist or a tip, just a family medical doctor, you know, you're, you're not approaching these these multiple problems. So this was new. Oh, yeah. This approach yeah. is totally new, number one. It's but new. you also shared it's that there uncharted. were other reasons. It's new, it's uncharted, but there were reasons about Gina that you were concerned about. Uh, well, Gina's a type to not, uh, I mean, she'll say, I want to do this, I want to do that. But, you know, she would start something, but not go through it, you know. So you I doubted mean, I, she would be able to carry through with any of this for eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but I see how concerned she was, and you know, and I'm like, all right, let's give this a try. You know, I, I have to support her the best I can, and 
it was something different. And again, I, I went in with a lot of reservation, but, uh, you know, a, a lot of hope too. And then my next question is going to be Gina. Okay. So you enrolled in the program and you thought coming in that there were certain issues that were going to be your main issues. So I want to ask you, what do you feel like were the major linchpins that really, I mean, what, what was the surprise finding that you found? You assume coming in, you were bloated because of food. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I did. And um, my linchpin was my hormones and my candida. Huge, huge. And I would definitely say gluten. Going gluten-free has helped me tremendously, though. And I am dairy-free and gluten-free. And so um, I think between all three of those was uh, a game changer for me. Okay, so this is interesting because you shared this today on the graduation call. You thought it was like this big old thing with food intolerances and you're going to have to restrict a whole lot of more food. What did you find? So here's the thing. When I came into this program, what I think a lot of people need to know is we go on Facebook, we go on these groups, we go on AIP where we have an autoimmune disease. So we're going to follow the AIP diet. (laughs) Huge, huge thing in in your program was that's bull. You know, and we have to go with what our food mapping is. And I could eat a lot of the things that AIP was restricting me from. And it's like, I I don't know. I I felt like that was not the right way for me. I mean, I've done AIP in the past and I just would not recommend it. I think food mapping is the way to go too. you know. I think it's just different tools. I do think that with people who don't, when people don't have a physician like me that specializes in food mapping and autoimmune disease, I could understand using diet like FODMAP, SCD, or AIP when that is the only tool you have. You know, that makes sense to me. And it does work for some people. Yeah, a lot of recipes are great on there. I'm not saying that they're not, but also don't restrict yourself. For some people that are on AIP and they do the food mapping, guess what? They shouldn't have had half of the stuff that they could have on AIP. Even some doctors that say, okay, we're going to do food testing. A lot of companies, you've got to find the right company that's very reputable because we learned that in our program and it's very, um, it's true. Yeah, there's not uh, traditional doctors that are going to talk about food mapping. (laughs) Stuff like that. There's you know what I'm talking about. So well, it's, I I uh, you, you could do some allergy testing, but it's not the same. No. Nope. Before the program, I mean, if a patient asked you about food intolerance testing, what would you say, Gus? I would just try to do some allergy testing to see. Obviously, you would talk to them about why they think they would need something like that. Intolerance is different than an allergy. Totally different. And we just didn't have the tools in conventional medicine to address that. Right. And then right. you add on top of it all the bad tests or intolerance testing, then a lot of people dismiss it as bunk when it's an incredible tool. What did right. you find, Gina, what was useful about your food testing? What did you find out? What was the secret that you found out in your food testing? Candida. It wasn't no. your food. It was not a huge no. food intolerance no. issue. And I told Frankie, I said, I, I can't believe, didn't I say, I said, I bet you my food mapping is going to come out positive. Horrible. Yeah, she positive. thought it was going to be yeah, we, we couldn't Everything wait. across the board. Yeah, we, know, we couldn't gluten wait. Gluten and lactose and... Yeah, I mean, I choose to be dairy-free. I don't have to be, but I couldn't believe it. The one thing that was on there, and Frankie's like, oh, candida. I mean... So it was not intolerance. It was actually infection that you discovered. 
through this process. Yes, yes. And yes. so many people keep barking up the wrong tree years and years on this elimination diet, food intolerance testing train when your linchpin, one of them, the major one was candida. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so let me ask you something. The other thing you mentioned was hormones. So let's talk hormones. What did you find out on your hormones? Why is it a linchpin? So my hormones, I thought were going to be a little crazy, but like my estrogen was <laughs> very high. My testosterone was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. Like, stop it. And I'm like. <laughs> like higher than mine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, guys. What is going on? But, um. I was happy and my progesterone's a little bit on the low side. Um, so I think it was nice to, to have that. I mean, you're, you're looking for something, you know, like why me? And like, I want to find something wrong and, and we did. And so um, to me, that was like an aha moment, like, okay, my hormones, my candida, it gave me hope. It gave me so much hope. Well, I have a question because you've only been addressing your hormones the last couple of weeks. So my question is, what changes have you seen overall as far as that you think you could attribute to your hormones? So I think, well, I think like definitely sleeping better. I would say weight loss. How much my, weight have you lost? Should I ask? How much yeah, weight have you lost in eight weeks? I would say, six, what is it? 16, 16 pounds. You told me in the beginning on our first call that you could eat, look at grass and you would gain weight. Yes. Yeah. What I would, happened? I've never been a carb eater, really. I've never been, I mean, we don't really eat breads and pastas. And I mean, I cook organic. So I would cry like why am I gaining weight or why do I look bloated like my face is slowly my inflammation is slowly coming down I can see it I'm you know by fingers I can wear my wedding rings again yeah there's no I, way there's no way she went over no way she went over 1800 calories a day no way no I know, you were you're you're counting calories like crazy are you currently counting calories anymore no no okay and like Let's, let's list some of the outcomes that you have. Tell me what life is like right now. What is the big oh, difference? Yeah. The biggest change for me was energy. And we talked about this in our calls every week. I do not take naps anymore. I haven't taken a nap in, I don't know, six weeks at all. I'm not lethargic. I mean, throughout the day, I walk three and a half miles every single day. I wake up refreshed. I wake up like I can just like on with my day. And um, another thing that I shared with you guys on the call last week is joy. Um, it, was, it was a big moment for me last week. Like I'm having an awesome day. I was singing. I was in the car and I'm like, wait a minute. This is not right. This is weird. I've, I haven't felt that in years years and to me that's priceless right there that is priceless actually what you were telling me was um you sh i mean this was sweet you said that you told gus i finally had a normal day Didn't yeah I? yeah and i have more of those days every day <laughs> every day i have more of those days where i'm not like mm -hmm. oh my god am i gonna have a bad day today what's gonna happen am i gonna be able to you know, I, I don't want to take a nap. Am I going to be tired now? It gets less and less where I feel positive and, you know, and 
Oh, and my bloating. My bloating has gotten so much better from I'm doing the candida kill right now. And so my bloating is gone down significantly. It's still there a little bit, but it's getting a lot better. So here's the secret to you were telling me their biggest frustration when you came into the program was your inability to lose weight, even though all those other things are wrong. And now what I mean, what you've discovered is the secret is it wasn't about calories in, calories out or exercise. It really was about, for you, hormone balance, infection. Yeah. And I mean, again, this is stuff that's not, you don't cover in general medicine. You won't. I tell anybody anywhere I can, you're not going to get this with conventional medicine. You're just not. You're not going to get a, a physician to tell you about candida overgrowth or no. some hormone imbalance. Nope. Would you even believe that stuff was real before this? Uh, no, not really. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you made him, honest. made him a believer. That I can say. Well, you can't argue with outcomes. Well, yeah. I mean, you have data. We talk about this. You can't, I mean, it's there. It's right in front of you. Well, right. white's right in front of you. That's the biggest piece of data you have. Yeah. Right. That's the best feedback you have. So I have a question here. Gus, you had mentioned that you were afraid she wasn't going to follow through and do everything it takes that this program was going to require. So I'm going to ask Gina right now, were you, what made a difference for you that you were able to have follow through to actually get these outcomes like this? Yeah. The last eight weeks. What's the difference with us? I think for me was accountability of being on the calls a couple times a week with a group of people that they <laughs> knew, they, they felt my pain, they felt my oh, yeah. anxiety, which by the way, I have less anxiety now too. I had a lot of anxiety mm. and depression. It's like they were me, cloned, and you learn. And, and my thing was, I was wanting to learn from them. I mean, we all have different stories. We all had different data. But we all take that and we learn from it. So what you're saying is community was really important in accountability and you felt a personal connection and support with others in the group. Key. I think if it wasn't in a group setting, I don't know how I would have done. You feel like uh, you're not alone. Completely. I felt and I felt like you and Frankie. How do I say this? You guys care. And I'm saying that sincerely from from a medical standpoint, I'm in the medical field. You guys actually cared about us. And I saw that every single Mm -hmm. week. And I see the amount of work that you put in to try to help people like us. And it truly meant a lot. And I didn't want to let anyone down, not even just myself. I didn't want to let you guys down, my group down, my family down. I wanted to be me again. And I wanted to be a wife again. And I wanted to be a mom again. My life has changed forever, forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have a couple questions, which is everybody always asks a couple things. Number one is some people think you guys are paid actresses and actors. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> That'd be nice. I would talk to anybody that wanted to talk to me and let them know exactly how it's changed and transformed my life. Another question that I have for you is, um, are your outcomes above and beyond what other people experience in the program? Is this typical of the outcomes you are seeing? Are there people even with more, most people less? What were you seeing in the program? Oh, yeah. I mean, there were people that were sicker than I was, you know, and coming into this. And um, 
the transformation that I've seen from them is amazing. Amazing. I thought I had no hope. These people were, I believe some people were worse off than I was. And I thought I was at the bottom. I mean, everyone deals with things differently and their supplements or whatever they have to do. Um, but, and they have different outcomes, but at the end of the day, amazing. I think everyone walks out of our, your program completely different. And then the last question I have is, you know, a lot of people ask about this, you know, they're concerned about the cost of being in a program like this. And my question for you is, was this worth the investment in the program? Oh, absolutely. Sure. I mean, when it comes down to health, you know, and uh, a marriage, uh, raising a family. Yeah. How could you put a price to it? So it is worth it. You it can. is worth it. When you wake up feeling better. And it's just like a, it's like a snowball effect. It gets, it only gets better. Totally. I mean, to me, that wasn't even the key. The key for me was there's no amount of money to put a price tag on my life. And I have a long life to live. I mean, we asked, you asked me on the call that first day, like, where do you see yourself in a year? And you know, I said, probably not here. I can't, yeah. yeah. So we're, how can you put a price tag on that with my outcome? You, you just, you can't, you can't. And that's the thing is that I actually ask that question a lot. I ask people, where do you see yourself in six months or where do you see yourself a year? And you be, you wouldn't be surprised, but the majority of people with autoimmune disease will say, I may not even be here. Yeah. Ooh, well, I don't even want to be wa- here. You don't want, right. I was just going to say, you don't want to be here because you feel like crap all the time, all the time. And well, you feel like there's no yeah, hope. Yeah, no hope at all because no doctor wants to listen to you. They just want to put a Band-Aid on it. Or, and that or, was very, or again, just give you the medications that will yeah. make just treat the symptoms. Yeah. Remember, you're the worst nightmare walking into their office out there. You're not, any, more than- not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore because I have the knowledge of taking back my health and knowing what to look for this moving forward. So now that joy is back in your life and you're having more and more normal days, I'm going to ask you, what are you guys going to do for fun now? (laughs) We're going to travel. Yeah. We are going to travel and the kids are older now. We can travel and um, I won't have to have that anxiety anymore of like, why travel if I'm going to sleep most of the time or feel like crap and not enjoy ourselves. So we're going to travel and, you know, just enjoy the kids, their sports, college, college visits and all that good stuff. So it allows for better communication. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for braving the Facebook live audience. It's hard to be interviewed live. And it's also hard to be really honest, as both of you have about like intimate details of your health and being a physician and being really honest about this. So I applaud you guys for being honest and being on this. Anytime. Absolutely. And you know what? Thank you for being a skeptic and being open to being completely turned around with data and outcomes with your own in your own life. Absolutely. And Gina, thank you for rocking the A Week program. You rock. And thank you for spreading the message and the wealth. I love you. Thank, thank you. you. We love you. Thank you. Okay. Bye, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining us and share this video. And if you have not seen our training, please, uh, and you want to learn more, go to healingautoimmunediseasenaturally.com. 
and watch our uh, online training that's free and learn more about us. And you can book a free call with us as well to talk more about what's going on with your autoimmune disease. So thank you for your time. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. And thank you for sharing your time with us. Thank you. Thanks for your support in raising awareness and sharing this. To learn more about our program, visit drmaggieu.com forward slash talk.